eternal God, may these spoken words be faithful to the written word and lead us to the living word, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. This Sunday, the sixth Sunday of Easter, is also known as Rogation Sunday and Mother's Day. That's a lot to pack into one hour and 15-minute service. What could not be seen on camera is that we started the service outside by sensing and asperging the grounds, hearkening back to this Sunday's English medieval roots of asking God for mercy, protection from natural disasters, to bless the parish fields and farms, and thereby bless the entire community. Well, while fields and farms have developed into agribusiness, which are important to the state, it ranks fifth among the six industries for the Indy metro area, with logistics, manufacturing, IT, and life sciences outranking it. And it would take hours for us to encircle the area that covers all the members of our parish. Still, the ritual and symbolism are important. Visually, orally, through aroma, smoke, and water, we are asking God to bless our community and protect the lives of all who are within it. We are reminded that God is with us and hears us whenever we call. That confidence is rooted in the many words of Jesus Christ, including this morning's text, who in the final weeks of his earthly life reminded his disciples that their relationships were not built on power dynamics, but on love. That he is not only their advocate, but that once he went away, another advocate would be there in his place. The work begun within them would not end with the crucifixion or even the resurrection, but it would continue to grow from the inside out, and that the spirit of truth, the new advocate, would be with them. This one, the advocate, the spirit of truth, would enable them to follow the commands of Jesus that he had stated to them in the previous chapter when he said, I give you a new commandment, that you love one another, just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this point, the disciples had been together quite a while, and they knew that love would not be easy. Personalities would have flared. Opinions would have been shared. Ways of being that were unfamiliar with each other would have occurred. And yet Jesus says, I give you a new commandment, that you love one another, not in the way you have known before, but in the way I have demonstrated. That is the way Jesus commands us to love each other. The love that Jesus speaks of is the kind of love that allows the immortal God to take on human flesh, to live in a world that he did not know and that did not know him in that quite way, that he might reveal the God they did not know. It's not a saccharine, sweet, romantic love full of butterflies and stomach twitters and comfort, but instead Jesus calls us to love with a powerful, strident love that risks everything to express the love of God for the world. Everywhere we go, there are people in need of encouragement, of hope, and of care. There are people who need to be heard, 
and people who need to see beauty. There are people all all around the world that wonder if the words we speak will come to life in the way that we live, ways that are meaningful and beyond poetic. We need to see that powerful, risk-taking kind of love that was also seen in Mary, the mother of Jesus and the mother of us all. Risking first her reputation and then her heart, Mary's motherhood has its beginning in her tender, maternal care for Christ, extending throughout his life. Her love was present even at the foot of the cross. When she accepted John as her spiritual son, she accepted all of us as her spiritual children. The love of the Blessed Mother is the finest example of love that we can remember this Mother's Day. A love that is generous and pure. A love that is constant. A love that offers healing for those whose own biological mothers could not provide the genuine, self-giving love that every child deserves. And she calls it us without fail to enter into relationship with her son. Now the history of Mother's Day is mixed with Mothering Sunday, the fourth Sunday of Lent that began in the 16th century as people in the UK and other parts of Europe would return for a service to their mother church, the main church or cathedral in the area. By the mid-1800s, Mothering Sunday had declined in popularity in Europe. During the same time, the Civil War raged on our shores. But even amid death and destruction, the love of mothers flourished. As the Civil War drew to a close, by 1868, Anne Reeves Jarvis of West Virginia organized Mother's Friendship Day, where mothers gathered with former Union and Confederate soldiers to promote reconciliation, and it grew to teach younger mothers how to care for their children. The daughter of Anne Reeves Jarvis, named Anna, formally envisioned Mother's Day to honor the sacrifices of mothers made for their children when her own mother died in 1905. Anna wanted it to be a family celebration with mothers wearing a white carnation and visiting their mother's church. Through her persistence and that of many others, nine years later, it became a national holiday. Now, Anna Jarvis never married. She never had children. And she eventually moved away from the holiday as she felt it became too commercialized. Where have we seen that about other holidays? But although she never married or had children, this holiday has remained for good reason. It applauds something that is good in the world, something that is like God at its best. It remembers that love is important, that love is strong, that love is sacrificial. And in the life of Mary, it embodies the best of motherhood, both naturally and spiritually. In our congregation, we honor those today who became mothers through biology, through adoption, through marriage. We honor mothering women, like the daughter of Pharaoh who mothered Moses, those who often in secret offer deep care for children who were never legally their own, but needed a safe haven and guidance and dwelt in their hearts. For all these mothers and mothering women, 
We thank God for each and every one of you. We thank you that you follow the spirit of Christ, offering sacrificial love to others, advocating as the Holy Spirit for us, you advocate for others. And just as the first American mothers were honored with a white carnation, this morning we have a white carnation for each one of you. Amen.